But I do want to talk about that. I did go see uh, Big Bang's made concert on uh, October the 10th at the Prudential Center in New Jersey. So first things first, I just want to give some context to this. This was my itinerary. At 1.15 that Friday, I left work. At 2 o'clock, I drove from Central Virginia to Northern Virginia, which is about four hours. I arrived there at 5 o'clock. I woke up the next morning. I drove to a met the closest metro station um, in Northern Virginia, and I took the metro subway, whatever you prefer to call it, to Union Station to catch a bus to New Jersey to get there by um, 11, no, was that bus to get there by 11.45 or, no, we had to get there by 11.40 and then the bus was supposed to get there by like 4 o'clock or 3.45 but it didn't get there until about 4.30 and the sound check was at 5. So when we got there, there were like two different lines to sign in. There was the will call. There were no signs of any kind. There was no nothing. And um, I had never been to the Prudential Center before. I was picking up my tickets from someone that my cousin knew. That's how I got VIP tickets, by the way. I did not pay for them. I don't know why. I don't feel like I have to say this, but... You know, just to just to say, um, but I got my tickets and everything from another person. He was in the VIP line, which I did not know where it was. Nobody knew where it was. Everyone's like, "Oh, VIP's here." He's like, "No, you're in the wrong place." I don't know my way around the Prudential Center, so I wasted like 30 minutes to an hour trying to find him, and so. I finally find him. I finally get my tickets and everything. We're standing in line. We've got our little um, wristbands for the sound check. And everyone's like, oh, well, the sound check's already started in this. This nice lady behind me, this nice Asian lady behind me is like, oh, you've got a wristband for the sound check. And I was like, yeah, the sound check already started. That's what they told me. She tells me that, oh, well, you should be going into the sound check. And nobody has said jack all to me. I thought I had missed this sound check. Um, prior to this, um, what we assumed we were standing in line was the guys coming into the venue. Of course, they did not stay in Newark. They stayed in New York and probably came into New Jersey and was like, what the hell is this? Um, and... So, and of course came in and as inconspicuous as possible. There was like three uh, big black SUVs with tinted windows. And yeah, of course, people were like, <laughs> you know, what is this? Like, you know, they were going to like slide on by. And um, I actually have some of that on camera. People lost their shit and started... This one guy that was standing in line, it was really funny. 
he was he was like a big he was tall guy you know kind of statuesque you know tall white guy who was standing in line and he hauled ass like running after the like the when the cars turned and went over I guess into the back of the the um, arena he hauled ass people were like geez rocket and he hauled ass and they're like go get him and I was like I'm keeping my black ass in line but I did walk over there to see if anybody um, I, I don't know I just went over there to see what was going on but it was it was hilarious, and you could see. I don't know if it was the guys, or it could have been their handlers, or whoever. Is you could see some faces peeking out from like the front seat, looking like what the fuck, like you know. <laughs> and I was like, "Don't drive up in like, like inconspicuous-looking vans." I mean, you could. I. What did you think people were gonna think? You. Um. So, um, that happened before. So my friend was like, I'm going to go get something to drink. Then I go up to the front, and I'm like, I have a wristband for the sound check. And they're like, well, come on in. And I'm like, well, what the hell? Nobody said anything before. So I go in. Um, I go into the metal detector. I'm trying to let my friend know. They're like, no, don't tell you. I'm like, my friend's outside. I'm trying to. I'm calling her. And they're like, no, leave your friend behind. You're going to miss the sound check. I'm like, what the hell? Why would I leave my friend behind? And then. And, and they're like, just leave her behind. You're gonna miss the sound tech. So, um, but I mean, she's not a he big Bang. I, you know, I wouldn't have even have called myself a Big Bang fan before this, and I'm still not a Big Bang fan. But I appreciate them, and I appreciated their concert. But we'll get into that later. So she came by later. Um, and so after. You know, and one thing I would say about the Prudential Center people, because I, I know they got some flack from folks on Tumblr, and I understand, I understand it was a pain in the ass to deal with Big Bang fans. It was a pain in the ass to deal with a ton of fans that were, um, you know, had limited, you know, English skills. I understand, but there's your job, and... I would appreciate a little less condensation on your part. And if I wasn't so sleep deprived, I probably would have gotten <laughs> kicked That's out. That's not the word. That's not I would, the word. I, if I hadn't, if I was not so sleep deprived, I probably, I don't know. But, so, you know, I took the attitude and I was like, fine. You're the, they were like, you're lucky you get into the sound check. I was like, fine, because you know what? I thought I wasn't getting into the sound check, so that's fine. So I walk off this long flight of stairs, and I'm in, like, heels, which I took off later. I, I know. I don't know why. I, I was, you know. Um, and I, I went up and went into the uh, arena. And, you know, at the time, this is how out of it I was. I was like the only person walking down. People were probably probably saw me and was like, "What the fuck? Who is this?" I was walking down, like the long like 
you know, uh, you know, the the elevated seats down to the sound check was, you know, everybody was down at the at the floor, and the guys were doing a couple of songs. Big Bang was doing a couple of songs, and they were on uh, the catwalk, and I was like. <laughs> I come in and I'm just like one person. I'm just, I just come in out of nowhere and I'm walking down, and I'm like, well, you know, looking at it after, later, I was like, oh, they probably did notice me, but I was like, I was just trying to get down there. I was like, you know, out of it. So I walk down there, and after I get my bearings, you know, they do bang. They're they're in the middle of doing bang bang bang, and then they did bay bay. And you know they were doing sound checks, so they weren't putting their all into it except for Jason. Bless his heart, I fell in love with him during the tour. He was so his his spirit is so beautiful, and um and he um like literally like where we were at, he stood like right above like there's a small group of us, and like just did like the two handed like waved at us. And like, like the most, uh, the ultimate eye smile, and did it for like two minutes, and <laughs> was just waving back at him. He was so, he was so awesome. Um, but um, after that, I go back, and so you know, we're sitting there, we're waiting. Um, I did not get a. Uh, little like when you the the little lights light sticks or whatever because they were too expensive and um, brown lights the VIP I lights or whatever. Also, didn't want to stay in, sit in line and get it. Uh, so eventually, um, let me see. So I'm going through my notes. Um, Daesung, yeah, I, I I can't praise him more. Like. And also, like, for someone, like, I know some people are, are Taesung fans, but they really do him dirty in Korea as far as, like, about his looks and things like that. He is adorable in person. He is adorable. Okay. So, other concert bullshit. People always glamorize working in concerts, and um, I would never, ever... Are working like I heard some some fans talking about. Man, I wish I was like working here because you know Big Bang is here. I'm like, no, you didn't, honey. I'm like, do you see the people that are walking around that are are, are trying to manage this? They look like they want to die. I was like, they don't. No, this is it's working and and like this is customer service and like one of its worst forms. You do not, and, and I mean, unless I I have the utmost respect for anybody that works at like a movie theater or works at like um, an arena or whatever, because it it has to be hell. I can't imagine working at something like a One Direction concert because I mean, VIP fans are not that bad to be honest. They weren't that bad, um, but you know, I was thinking like someone like One Direction. Oh my goodness, I. Just, you know, so the pit um, originally seemed like a good idea, um, and I knew that it was not going to be perfect. I knew I was going to run into problems, um, and I knew, because I'm short, 
Um, it would be difficult to shoot video, but that wasn't my goal. My goal was shooting the experience. So I have a nice little GoPro video of like kind of my experience in the pit when they first like come like when they when Big Bang first comes on stage because everybody was hyped. People were hyped before that. They spent like an hour just playing Big Bang videos and people were like singing along and like screaming and they were not even out there yet. Um but um you know I was more concerned with experiencing the show, watching the performances and watching top. Um of course, you know, if anybody has been to a concert nowadays, everybody has their iPhones up and their video, you know, they're recording everything. And for me, it's just like, you know, when I go to something, I want to experience something. If you go online, you can find video of every single concert that they have done up until now. Whatever their next one is, what they're going to Australia now. I think this is their next one that they're doing. You can find full video of every single concert they've done. Um, and, of course, they're going to release a DVD of, like, you know, a special concert DVD. Um, so, I, you know, to me, it was kind of annoying at times. And I was like, you know, I just want to, like, observe the guys and observe Top. Because that was my point of being there. <laughs> and, like... For me, you know, I, I guess I have, like, kind of that weird sociological bit where I want to see people and, you know, observe the guys in a semi-natural habitat. I mean, you know, I mean, for especially for us international fans, we rarely ever get to see K-pop um, artists outside of, you know, shows and, you know, and, and in Korea, of highly scripted shows and, and programs and that sort of thing. So, a few notes was I, when I was, you know, kind of observing the guys, um, they all pretty much look like they look. <laughs> I, you know, there's no sort of like, you know, oh, this person's shorter in person. They all pretty much look like they look in, like, like they look in photos. I mean, I, I can't even I can't even say that there's any difference. Taesung was precious. He had the most interaction. Um, those of you that have seen any of the concert videos, you know, he does lots of things. Um, and he was also very, you know, you know, into, you know, interacting with, with the audience and then that sort of thing. And I made, I think, I hate saying this, but I think I made con eye contact with him several times. I know I did at the sound check because he, like, stood there and was, like, looking at my group. But I think I did. Um, top um, was top. Um, <laughs> uh, he was very, you know, kind of his imperious kind of self. Um, he was gorgeous. Um, disclaimer, I am a top fan. Um, we never would have guessed. Yeah, no. Um, but he is absolutely gorgeous. And he did a very good job. He does... Uh, I know I read one of the reviews from New York Times or one of the things was talking about how he has this very, like... In, uh, you know, imperious sort of, like, and he does, like, he, he very much does not, like, he very much is kind of like, 
fuck it, I'm gonna do my own thing on stage. Very much like I mean, he does follow like when they dance, you know, he'll do the, but like a lot of times he would be like on the catwalk by himself, uh, especially toward the end when he had his pimp cane, he would just be like, you know, just just you know walking around and. Um, there was one point where he was like near our section and I screamed marry me top and um, I'm not completely proud of that moment but I'm glad I did it because that was the 13 year old girl in me that never got to go to a BSB concert or a boys to men concert <laughs> or a new edition concert and I just got to scream that at him and I'm sure he's heard that so many times before but um, Sungri, um, I mentioned uh, a lot to the guys, not on the podcast. Um, I think he was maybe having kind of an off day. Um, I know, Tim, you said something about they had, you know, told him to calm down <laughs> somewhat. Well, I don't know if they told him to calm down, but it's clear that he has calmed down since the last time, since his last uh, American tour at least, so... But um, looking at some of the footage from some of the other concerts, it seemed like he was still a little more subdued at that first. I was at the first New Jersey concert, so he was a little subdued. Um, he didn't really uh, interact that much, and um, I did. You know, I feel like I made eye contact with him at certain times, and you know, he would be giving like stink face. And I, you know, I would just be like, well, fine. And, um, but I will give him this. He did, uh, he did, um, a uh, performance for his solo. He did Strong Baby, um, which, um, I feel kind of bad for him because, uh, a good portion, at least people in the pit where I was at, either did not remember that period of him, or maybe they were newer fans, like Haley, they didn't know his. That, that solo song, because that was quite a while ago, um, his Justin Timberlake period, um, but it, but he did a very good performance, it was a good performance of it, um, so I enjoyed that, G-Dragon was very chill, of course, um, one thing I will say about G-Dragon, um, on the podcast, we have made, um, we have said things about him, um, we have, uh, you know, joked about him, but I will say is that I completely understand how he's become as popular as he has, because he does have that, I hate to say it, but there's no way to say he has that X factor, he has that sort of thing where he's on stage and people are just drawn to him. Top has it too, but Top is like, yeah, I have it, so what? But G-Dragon is like, I know that I've got it, bitch. I know I'm famous, and I've got money, and you're just going to have to deal with it. Like, it's just, it's just there. And you can completely sense it, like, when he's up there. Um, and... So I can con I, I can completely see how he's very gotten his kind of position in uh, Korean society, so to speak. Taeyong was very good. Was 
I would say performer of the night. He gave a hundred percent in like every song he did. Um, Ice News Lips was great. Um, he was good with the fan service. He was never over like really in my section, so I can't really like speak personally to that. But I I can speak to when they finally had their final curtain call and they um, they closed they had these huge HD screens where they closed and they showed them backstage and Taeyang was like wild and out the entire time I think they did encore with a fantastic baby at the end and he was like all over the place and then at the very end he's like right up at the camera and he just rips his shirt off and I have never it was so loud I had to cover my ears and crouch on the floor it was so loud and I resent Taeyong for putting me through that experience because I was like oh my god it's just a chest and nipples it's a good it's, it's well defined chest and nipples but oh my goodness you big crybaby. So, <laughs> but, um, yes. So he was very into that. Um, I also um, want to say that whoever, I understand that the moving, the idea of, of moving catwalks was, in theory, that sounds like a good idea. But when you were in standing in, in the front, um, it was not so good. Um, I would like to, um, say that the person who came up with the idea, I would, I would, I would like to, to, um, slap them in the head because that was, I was very glad they only did that for a couple of songs because it was like borderline. I thought I was going to be crushed a couple of times because people were trying to follow the catwalks. And it was like, you not realize that you are in a certain section. You cannot follow where the catwalks are going. Just turn around and look. Um, but I agree with everyone that said it was well put together. It was well designed. It was never boring. Um, I screamed like a little bitch every time... Uh, any pyrotechnics went off, um, especially at the end of Doom Dada. Uh, there is a part where, um, before Top goes into like his little part at the end, there's a gunshot that goes off. Uh, I, I, I squealed at that, um, and um, but being with other fans is an interesting experience. So I, for any K-pop fan, I really. I really say, you know, you should go to, if you have an opportunity to go to any K-pop concert, you should, um, no matter how small, because it, it, it's, it's really, it's really interesting experience to be, especially when you're from a smaller area, to be, because you, you don't realize how many other people are like, man, I have nobody to talk to about this, and it's like, neither do I, and then you, you know, you start talking about stuff, I was with my best friend, but we actually ended up, you know, you know, people would just, you know, talk to us, and, and so, you know, I would say, you know, other VIPs and 
other people that were there were, were fairly friendly, and up until the concert started, then you know we know where 100% of their focus was. Um, also, the Tarantino Tarantino esque made teaser um, is kind of expanded on, um, and the concert and. Um, <laughs> I, I I only say that those of you that don't want to be spoiled by it don't watch the 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 concert videos, but it is kind of interesting because um, I wasn't expecting that um, because that was what got me hyped in the first place for their their whole made um, whole made like a uh, promotion, and then I got uh, disappointed. Um, GD um, was uh, sexually harassed during the show. <laughs> um, he literally like got up to like just he was just like saying something and somebody like did a really loud and um, obvious wolf whistle at him. That was really um, and he did not he did not respond to it at all and. Um, after the concert, um, like I said, I was um, not lucid any time before or after the concert. Afterward, we went to a restaurant. Um, we were there for a little while. I went to a Korean spa for the first time ever. Um, we only we went there purely to go to because there was apparently a nap room and these Korean spas where you can just go in there and sleep for however long you want and um, that's exactly what I did until like 3.30 um, we had to go and get up and catch our bus and um, afterward um, we came we catch we caught our bus at like four something in the morning. We got back at like ten, eleven in the morning. Um, then we caught the metro back to Northern Virginia. Around five o'clock, I drove back to Central Virginia. <laughs> um, so I think I'm just starting to um, adjust back to real life. Um, and I think that's why I haven't had any of that post-concert depression that people usually talk about because um, I, you know, I, I, I don't remember most of it. I remember the concert, but it's just, you know, I, I was honestly most, most of my concern was, was just like, will we get there and will we get, will, will we get back? And like when we got back, we we're just like, we did it. We did it, um, but I do have to give uh, kudos to YG. That was a very great, a uh, good, slick, well together put concert. Some people I saw were pissed because there weren't as many songs as the Alive concert. Um, I didn't go to it, so um, I don't know if Tim has any input on that. Cause you went to see the Alive concert, didn't you? Yeah, I saw it in L.A. Yeah, I mean um, there were there were a 
from what I could see, because somebody posted on Tumblr, they were like, we got way less songs than the live concert, but I don't know, maybe that was uh, more of a scheduling decision, I mean, because Did I thought... Did you guys have a lot of outfit changes or anything like that? No, I think, I think with the, the, with the setup that they had, maybe, I think, and this is just, you know, me, you know, guessing, that maybe the the fewer songs gave them was the reason why everything went so smoothly. Because literally it was like, you know, one song to the next. It was, it was, it went by, you know, so smoothly and it was like, there was no issues, no hiccups, nothing. We didn't and, have any issues, so I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, when I, I went know, to the Alive concert, they... for example, like, <laughs> everything was really, really well done and, like, they nailed it all the way through. Mm. Um, like, the, really, the only issue throughout the, the shows that I had seen, like, because I kind of paid attention after my show, was uh, one of the shows, YB got a bloody nose in the middle of it, but he still, um. like, did his part and, like, sang and everything. He just stuffed his nose and then had to, like, serenade the crowd while waiting for GD. So, I mean, what when it... I think... I don't know if it, it really is less songs. I saw people saying that, but then I saw some people saying that it just felt like less because there was uh, more talking with the crowd or more, like, downtime. So I don't know if that's what it was, but... I didn't really feel like there was a lot of, like, talking. Like, there are, like, a couple of sections, a couple of points where, obviously, they were supposed to talk to us, but it wasn't... It was obviously, like, you know, scripted. I mean, it's pretty much been the, almost the same in every single city. You know, yeah, that's probably you know, the, the same kind is. of dialogue and, you know, talking about... I think the only person maybe that changed it up a little bit is maybe G-Jargon. I don't know. I mean, obviously, and maybe Taeyong. I was going to say, did you get, did you no, get Taeyong's 15 minutes of talking about hand hearts and explaining what they are yes, and how they work? Yes, yes. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay. I was like, thanks for, for, for telling me what that is. Um, and I appreciate the top. I actually spoke in a little bit of English because I get the impression that he probably has not really great English speaking skills. And... Um, because he, because after he said a little bit of English and then he spoke in Korean, like right after, and my friend told me that you know it's pretty much you know the same thing he said in English, just you know in Korean, and obviously he was probably more comfortable speaking in that you know his um, speaking in you know that language, but um, I did appreciate that, and he also said you know. Oh, the whole you like, you know, thing at my, at, at, you know, at our concert, so. And I was like, you crazy alien. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much the, the concert. Um, my friend, my best friend, Ines, that I took, um, she knows Big Bang, um, but she's kind of one of those people that remembers, more of a K-pop was one of those people that was like, you know, K-pop, you know, she listened to it when she was in middle school, um, high school, you know, she had the BOA CDs, she remembers H.O.T. Um, when she told her parents about the trip, her parents laughed. <laughs> when we came back, her mom was like, so over the moon, she's like, they went to see Big Bang. Um, 
But even she was, you know, hyped up a bit during the show. And I liked when they showed the MVs because, like, that was my chance to be like, oh, yeah, this is their, this MV. And, of course, her favorite one was Zutter because that's the most effed up one. Um, but uh, it was, um, you know, I, I, I will say that it was made 60% um, better by being able to experience it with her. Um, but for, you know, I, some people say this is their swan song. You know, because they're going into the military soon. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, apparently, they, they've done really well with the concerts as far as making money and stuff. So YG must be going through some PTSD about the military enlistment. Because I'm sure he's um, probably, you know, <laughs> going through some self-denial about how much money he's going to lose through them. Um but, um, you know, for, you know, I would definitely, I would, um, yeah, I definitely, um, you know, if you have a chance to see it, um, go see it. Um, there's tons of reviews. Um, one last thing I want to say is that I want to highlight the review by, um, what was it? It was a Toronto, um, Grantland. I think it was for the Toronto sh Toronto show. Um, the guy that Rembert Brown, who drew the short stick and was made to go see the show, and it's awesome. Um, if you guys are able to find it online, it's uh, pretty much everywhere, especially if you're on Big Bang sites. Um, the title of the article is Big Bang, the Perfect Boy Band for 2015. And he, of course, he, you know, he's the typical journalist who knows nothing about Big Bang and knows very little about K-pop and goes in and he's just like, this was so awesome. Um, but the thing that really put this over the edge for me is that he compared the group to not Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Boys to Men, or New Kids on the Block, but the Floaters. Now, the, to understand the significance of this, the Floaters <laughs> are, um, they were kind of a one-hit wonder group. And uh, they were uh, African American R&B vocal group uh, that uh, came from Detroit, Michigan. That formed in 1976. They had one huge hit called "Float On," and um, most, I would say, most, if not all, of K-pop fans would probably not know who they are, or um, but I would say. Particularly black K-pop fans, if um, you have a chance, ask your parents about the floaters. Um, because <laughs> I can't believe that he actually made that connection because it, it's so awesome. And he made the connection between each member. He said this is their their evolutionary ancestors, and compared each member because he was saying the floaters were. 
basically, and I'll just leave it here, the reason why he compared them to Big Bang is that the floaters are not the greatest boy band or man group of all time, but Float On might be the most beautiful creation a group of four to five boy men with equal talent have ever made. It's a simple song with each member getting a verse of equal length with the float float on hook between each. But as each begins his verse, he alerts the world to his astro astrological sign followed by his name, followed by what, what he offers the world and how he wants to take you to to Loveland. So you've got Ralph, Charles, Paul, and Larry. And I think his whole thing was the individualism of the guys of the floaters was he could kind of compare that to the individualism of the guys in Big Bang. And like I said, for me, that was just, that topped every review of everyone that somebody would, would, would actually, would, would be able to do that. That, that's just amazing. So, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to shut up because I can hear you sighing in the background, Tim. Um, I haven't said anything. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I and I know that I'm, I've I've went on for a little while, so um, I'm going to shut up. But does anyone have anything to add to this? I mean, I don't know. There's been uh, anything that they've read and in, in articles or anything that they want to say concerning Big Bang. Um, I know our, our our particular group are not huge. And I have to say, like I said, I wasn't a huge Big Bang fan. I was not really hyped up for the show until it started. And then when, you know, Bang 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 is not one of my their favorite songs of mine. But, you know, when you're in a concert experience and everyone's, like, hype, and you just, you have no choice but to be hype. And, um... It's fun to say bang, bang, bang really loud in the auditorium full of people. It's fun. I, I have to admit. I, I, and, and that was, and, and I did, I, I, I did that. I said bang, bang, bang really loud. And, and I, you know, I sung lyrics to everything that I, you know, could remember. Um, but, and, you know, I wouldn't consider myself a VIP. I'm more of a top fan, but I do appreciate Big Bang for what they do, and I I do appreciate, you know, them as a group and for, you know, what they can do and accomplish as a group. So, does anyone have anything to add on to that? No. I, I didn't go this year, so I, I don't have anything to say. I mean, it doesn't have to be specifically about the show, but just... I mean, anything? I know you're a, a Taeyong fan, Tim, so... Uh, I want him to have a solo concert in L.A. so I can go watch him. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I think he a definitely, I mean, especially after, you know, they're done with, you know, this May tour, that's completely possible. No, they're um, going to... They're gonna launch the Made album, and then they're all gonna go to the military, and then Big Bang's not gonna come back. That's let's be realistic. Like, I I, I am don't a huge know fan. about that. Nope. I mean, I've heard I, different I things. I know it. 
I guarantee it. I can. I would almost put money on it because they have already said that they are not a gr not as much of a group as they are five solo artists that have come together at this point. So I don't believe that after the military they're going to do anything. Right, but I don't think they're going to do Big Bang other than like we'll go on a concert, a reunion concert. They're going to do the same thing that like H O or not H O T, but like Shenwa well, did for a while. I, that's what I think. That's kind of the like I can see them doing more of a Shenwa type of thing where they. Get together every now and again, you know. But I don't think they're gonna promote music together like Shinwa did. Like I think that they are, they've kind of come and gone, you know. Like not to say that they're not popular anymore, but they all have, they all have their own solo type thing that they could be focusing on. And I don't think that they're gonna come not back. Not if YG has anything to say about it, and I well, don't know YG how has much contracts that are coming up. So, like, well, let, let's be we'll realistic. YB clearly wants some sort of freedom, and he's he already has expressed how unhappy he was with the way his solo album making went. He went from being promised a solo to having to wait four years to get his next solo album that doesn't even have all the music on it that he wanted. Um, you have GD, who's expressed that he wants to make more solo music. Top clearly is getting way more interested in art and acting. Um, Daesung wants to do more singing and uh you know, like musicals and things like that, and and Sungri has a very good following in Japan, and he has a lot of things that he's been doing in Japan along with his own dance studio. It only makes sense that when they get this moment to go into the military and have two years off of doing Big Bang stuff, they're probably not going to come back and go, you know what, let's keep doing this Big Bang thing. <laughs> like, I, I well, just no, don't I mean, but that's, but that's what I'm saying. Also, if you want to look at it optimist, and, and from a positive point of view, that makes the military thing a good thing because obviously if they're going in the military, they're going to be on hiatus, so that gives them time to go off and do the things that they want to do. And no, it gives them time to be in the military where they don't get to do that. What do you mean? What do you want? Well, no, because obviously they can't promote as a group with one or two people or whatever also, in the military. They're probably all going to go like pretty much at the same time, really. I don't think so. I think they're going to stagger. I think they're going to stagger it. I think they're going to stagger it. I bet you they're all going to be gone within the same year. Maybe at different mon months, but all within the same year. I don't know. They're all getting I, I, old I, enough that they gonna, said, they're going to have to. That would be to. interesting to see that happen, but I... I I don't know. I, I can't see that happening. That would be really weird. The only um, way it wouldn't, I think GD and YB are going to go at the same time because they both would lose well, their yeah, mind without I each other. That, um, Top is the oldest, so he has to go really, really soon. Yeah. Um, if he doesn't go within the next year, he's really pushing it. Um, and then I don't think Daesung is going to want to go alone. And Sungri is the only one I could see not going alone because he's younger and he could promote again. He could have a solo set of promotions and then go. Like, I we'll think the top one is if he's going to, you know, make a movie or something, if he has a role in particular that he's going to do. But he's going to be the first one to go, and then I bet GD and YB will be within that that same year they'll go because they're they're old. I mean, that's the thing. People forget that age is a big factor. They're both coming on to the point where they're at the max limit before they start getting in trouble. They're not going to want to get in trouble or look like they could get in trouble because they have an image to maintain. So they're going to go as soon as possible, which is going to be within next year, at the very latest two years from now. Okay. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that happens. I expect lots of tears and whatnot.